Hello, Pastor Steve Aldrin with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. And we're going to be looking today at uh, archaeology uh, around the Temple Mount, archaeology in the Temple Mount. And we're getting our information for this podcast today from Popular Handbook of Archaeology in the Bible by Holden Geisler, such a wonderful book, long-time test, textbook. I was talking to somebody that's a fairly regular listener, maybe daily listener, and they said they ordered the book. I was glad about that. But we do encourage everybody to get the book. It's fantastic. Let's get started again. Thanks for being here with us. A lot of pictures you can't see, but I might read some of the things underneath them. So archaeological features around the Temple Mount. A lot of archaeology there, by the way. Additional improvements... Lean Rittenmeyer has been doing a lot of good stuff. They were made during the Islamic and Crusader era, 7th to 12th century AD, to the surrounding areas below the Temple Mount, especially to the southern wall, southwest corner beneath the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Here were located the Umayyad and Crusader administrative centers, as well as visible remnants from Herod's expansion of the Temple Mount platform and walls. So that's still there. Um, for example, in the southern wall, directly beneath the Al-Aqsa Mosque, there remains Herodian architecture in the form of a double gate that would worshippers to access the Temple Mount from the south. Once through these gates, the worshipper would be led gradually up to the Temple Mount platform through a long subterranean passageway with arched ceilings. I remember reading Randall Price. He said some rabbis had heard the divine snortings down there because that's where the Ark of the Covenant supposedly was. <coughs> excuse me. See, the gate itself, excuse me, though the gate itself was filled in with a stone wall during the Crusader period, a subtle lintel and relieving arch can still be seen at the base of the exposed portion of the double gate here in Albany, Georgia. Very nice area. It's known as Double Gate. Oh, think of that as I read this. A Herodian master course of stone supports the structure, it originally also provided the gate with a door jam. And I never knew door jam had a B on the end of it. I'm going to read a little bit underneath these four photos. The remains of the double gates can be seen immediately above the protruding arch in the form of half lintel and subtle arch. The wall made of small stones located in the left of the arch was constructed by the Crusaders about AD 1099. Very obvious, the difference. The rock from which the southern steps were carved can still be seen. I think I saw that when I was there. My sister found a piece of floor mosaic from like 38 AD when we were doing some archaeology over there. Along with the modern stone additions toward the upper steps, these are the same steps Jesus and his disciples would have climbed to access the temple. From the south through the double gates. And then you also have the triple gates, and then the Herodian masonry featured in the Temple Mount construction regularly displays finely crafted margins, the smooth raised boss or face. Photo by Zev Radovan. Did a lot of the photos, but not all of them here in this book. And it is exquisite. <coughs> Biggest building in the world at the time. <coughs> Which is saying something. 
Moreover, archaeologists have exposed 30 steps at the base of the Southern Temple Mount wall that were carved out of the natural stone ascent to the mount. These steps, dating to the time of Jesus, were used to bring worshippers up to the double gates where they could access the Temple Mount platform. They're still visible today, but the visible portions represent only a part of their total width, which has been estimated to be over 200 feet. Further Herodian remains can be seen in the eastern section of the Temple Mount's southern wall, the same wall that contains the double gates. Located about 200 feet to the east of the double gates are the triple gates. Though the three stone arches and their gates have since been filled in with stone, most likely during the Crusader period, one can view the beveled Herodian door jam, again with a B on the end, which is probably correct, uh, which is set in a master course of stone laid by King Herod. The Herodian identification of the many gates and structural features of the Temple Mount is fairly simple to make due to Herod's uh, masonry style. Archaeologists noticed a signature pattern in the courses of stone used. At least he didn't put his name like Darius and Nebuchadnezzar did in every brick which contain nicely embossed borders with a smooth finish or sometimes unfinished raised face. Depending on where and how the stone was used, ornamented details such as beveling would be used, especially as the stones had joined gates as door jams. <coughs> so that's all just uh, fascinating. We're going to look some more in this subject. They do a great job here. Really a good deep dive. And there's so many sources we could use. I've <laughs> planned these things out, and uh, somebody was saying, well, I'm afraid you'll run out of things to talk about. And I think, you know, I don't think so. I've made just over a thousand podcasts, and I don't know, I may have several thousand more in the shoot. I just don't have enough time. And a lot of people say we just need to do longer podcasts. That very well could be true. And we'll constantly re-examine those things. So God bless you. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Pray for us. Join us daily. Leave a five-star review. And uh, invite your friends, family, church, family, neighbors. Put it on social media. And uh, God bless. We just appreciate you you're here. Whether it's your first time or thousandth time or somewhere in between. So God bless you. Bye-bye.